It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today, uh, as always. And uh, we're just uh, working through all of the information. It seems like a never-ending flow uh, of information, and I think it is important for us to to recognize when we need to disengage and uh, when we need to engage and uh, be aware of what's going on. And uh, we're going to continue to try to do that uh, as we roll along here on KSL News Radio. And uh, we're going to be joined here in just a second by uh, Scott Rasmussen, our independent pollster and a good friend of the show and uh, our tag team partner with the Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics on a wide range of polling here in the state of Utah. Uh, Scott, thanks for joining us uh, from New York today. Uh, Boyd, it's always great to be with you. And, and uh, you know, as we said last time, it's a strange experience. This is a city that never sleeps, but it's definitely snoozing during this crisis. Uh, it's got to be an interesting thing. We were talking in the first segment about uh, how uh, we need to be careful. We often throw out the term uh, new normal, uh, and it's just the new now because things are going to continue to change and restaurants will reopen and cities will become vibrant again and all of those things will happen uh, but it's the it's the new now I think that we're dealing with, and you're looking at the new now from uh, from across the country and really getting people some uh, perspective. You've been out in the field. Uh, what are some of the things that have jumped out as we enter this phase of the the new now? Well, I like the phrase the new now. I wish I had tested it actually because I think it's a good description. But what we're seeing, not surprisingly, people are paying very close attention to news about the coronavirus. Uh, 80% of Americans are concerned about it. That includes about 40% that are very concerned. Uh, but the sense is not one of panic. In fact, about half thinks we will return to some semblance of normal within a month or so. Uh, but what's really striking is how strongly supportive people are of all the measures that uh, that would have seemed shocking just a month ago. 89% of voters say that they approve of the ban of, on travel from uh, China. 84% approve of the ban on travel from Europe. Uh, the one that we found the least support for, you know, and maybe this says something about our nation, but uh, was for the cancellation of professional sports events. Uh, but that was my house. That was my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, you, lo- you look at all of this, and there is a sense that people are, are taking it seriously, yeah. uh, again, but not panicking. Yeah, and I think that that is a, a really important point. One of the things that jumped out to me from the numbers uh, was that while you have these high 80s in terms of being aware and following closely, uh, there is uh, also this kind of this overestimation of where we are uh, as you ask the question, you know, do you have a close friend or a family member who's been hit by the coronavirus? Yes, yeah, 7% of Americans said they, they have a close friend or family member. Uh, obviously, uh, that would mean an awful lot of people know those who have been uh, diagnosed so far. 
Uh, much higher in urban areas. About 10% of people living in urban areas say that they know someone who has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. Uh, also much higher among young people. Uh, those in my age bracket, and I'll just generously say 55 plus, um, you know, only about 1% say they know someone. Uh, so there is a sense, that, and perhaps it's uh, in an urban area, you certainly bump into a lot of people and you may just have a, a sense of a friend of a friend. Uh, but right now there is a, a big perception that, uh, you know, this is a concern, but not everybody's experiencing it uh, among their family. But 29%, one out of three people, say that they've canceled travel plans because of this. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. It's it's interesting to see uh, how those things and how the behavior is starting to change and evolve, how the perceptions are changing and evolving. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have independent pollster Scott Rasmussen on the line with us, new polling out today. And uh, Scott, as you as you look at how the coronavirus in particular is rolling, uh, one of those things that we we know it's going to impact is the politics of the country. What are you seeing there? Uh, right now, our latest polling, and this was all done for a One American News poll, uh, found that uh, Joe Biden has a four-point lead over the president, 47 percent to 43 uh, percent. One way of looking at that, we looked at uh, the way people are employed. Among private sector employees, Trump and Biden are even. Uh, Biden has an 11-point edge among those who work for the government, uh, and Trump has a 9-point edge among retirees. But I've got to tell you, the overriding sense when I looked at the political data in this survey, whether it was the president's job approval, the generic ballot, or anything else, uh, was a sense that the political numbers are frozen. Nothing is really moving right now, uh, and I think it's because most of America is paying attention to something else. So for those who believe that this would be devastating to President Trump's numbers, uh, perhaps it will be, but certainly not yet. Uh, for those who believe it would have a different kind of maybe rallying around the president effect, that hasn't happened either. That's uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, uh, one last question for you, just really uh, quick, Scott. Uh, and I want to point to, I don't always like to point to your uh, columns as we go through the, the crunch of the numbers, but I think it's so applicable today, and everybody should read this on Deseret.com. It's how the coronavirus and a house fire uh, taught the power of community. And as you look at your national polling and the other areas where you're testing information and messages, uh, what is it about community in the United States that uh, really may be the answer to a lot of this for us? Well, you know, in every situation, uh, and I found it after we had our house fire 10 years ago, we found it after uh, Hurricane Sandy and others, uh, people reach out to wherever they can get information, and they reach out to help from their family, their friends, and their neighbors, and they want to, and others want to offer their help. Um, and that's just a natural part of life in America. Pragmatic community problem solving is our deepest tradition, um, and it's the way we get through these crises, and people are innovating you know, right now, companies and individuals and churches are all trying to find different ways to cope with 
the loneliness factor that's coming from social distancing. That's going to be as important uh, a factor as the healthcare uh, component of this crisis. And I, again, I think that's just who we are as a nation. We tend to to work together in community to create a better world, um, and that's something that uh, that will get us through this. Uh, this it is a difficult time. I don't think we can downplay it. Yeah, absolutely. Scott Rasmussen, independent pollster, our partner here with the Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics. A new poll out today for One America News. Uh, great uh, insight uh, nationally. And also make sure you check out Scott's uh, new column for this week, How the Coronavirus and a House Fire uh, Taught the Power of Community, which is what this is really all about. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news break. When we come back, uh, we are going to look at the teenagers' perspective, high schoolers' weigh in in terms of what the coronavirus is doing to them and what they should be doing to stay vibrant, active, and engaged. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.